It's podcast time with Kate Spencer and Emma T. The human trumpet. (laughs) (laughs) So today we're going to do a little podcast on something that we like to call the asshole. (laughs) Now, okay, so the asshole. When did the asshole first come out? Like, because it was a Life and Soul Academy thing. When did it first appear? I think it was when we were talking about toxic people. So let's have a little bit of a... Let's frame this up. Right. We are not being judgy or mean. This is just an observation that we have made. And we come from a point of view of thinking that everybody does the best that they can. But we also come from a point of view of do your own work. Sort yourself out and sort your own shit out as best you can. And we are aware that there are people out there that are struggling and there are also people out there who are quite toxic and broken and it's not our job to fix them or drag them through life. And when I say our job, I mean your job either. Be kind, be compassionate, signpost people where you can and support them from the sidelines, but it's not up to us to fix people. Unless, of course, you can provide a therapeutic space to fix them well, you don't even fix people. Neither of oh, us fix no. people, no. We would never get so, cl- no. the fix. We, we do Emma as a counsellor and I do bits of coaching and guidance and uh, energy work. And yeah, neither of us fix people. We just simply hold space and have some tools where we can help people to fix themselves. So all of that said, we're not being mean or judgy, but also we think this is quite funny. Um, You might not think it's funny. If you don't think it's funny, this is not the place for you. <laughs> But yeah, the ask hole. So the ask hole came about, I think, um, yeah, it was someone in particular actually in my life (laughs) who is no longer in my life. Partly because they're an ask hole and partly because of other things. But yes, this person, and you'll know who it is when I start talking, Emma. I know who it is already. Do you? Yeah, of course I do. So this, this person, <laughs> I just mouthed yeah, it. Is yeah, that who it is? Yeah. yeah, okay. So this person used to come to my house, sit on my couch, eat my biscuits, drink my tea, frame it up that they were coming to coming to see you, like they were doing me a great big favour, and they would sit and they would whinge about their situation and they would absolutely dump on me. I would, because I'm a big, kind-hearted, compassionate, nice person, listen to this, try and give them useful advice, hold space for them, um, listen to them. And they would they would ask for advice as well. That's important to know. They would say, what do you think? What would you do? So therefore, I told them what I thought and what I would do. And I gave them what I thought was really practical, useful advice. And then they would go. And I would feel like I'd been run over by a bus because they drained the life out of me and they would feel great they'd feel brilliant and they'd frame it up again at the door of oh we'll have to do something soon kissy loves kissy loves cupcakes and rainbows and unicorns and bloody handbags and high heels and clippy clopping off into their car (laughs) anyway I'm going too far yeah (laughs) and then they would then come and see me another time with exactly, exactly the same story. Nothing had changed. Nothing at all had changed. 
nothing had changed. <laughs> so I coined the phrase the asshole because it's like asshole, but it's asshole because they're asking you for your advice when actually they don't want advice at all. They're not going to take any action to change. And all they want to do is stay stuck in their drama story, get loads and loads of significance for it and dump on you. And this I believe, and this is again from the desk of Kate Spencer, if you don't subscribe to this or it doesn't resonate with you, chuck it out. It's absolutely fine. But I believe that's because this person was seeking a lot of significance because they felt quite broken in their life and they didn't feel heard and they weren't doing their own work. They weren't in a good place and they weren't prepared to look in their shit cart and do their own work. So instead, they got entrenched in this story that they got a lot of validation from. They really were playing the victim and playing the martyr. And they got loads and loads of significance um, from it, from other people as well, and from family members um, and from friends. It was all a case of, e poor them, look at what they're going through, when actually much of it was self-created, if not all of it, and they would not change their story. So that is the asshole person. Okay, what are the common signs of an asshole? If someone's out there listening and they're doing some things with friends or family or whatever, how do you identify an asshole? Well, for me, it's a person who they ask for advice and direction. They're totally entrenched and stuck in a story and they will not take action to get out of it they won't take responsibility for it and they won't take action to get out of it and yet they have this stupid facade that they really want to change they wish things were different but actually at a very core level i don't believe they do want to change because i think they're getting such a payoff for the drama that they don't want to let go of it so they'd rather stay stuck in it and have this identity of oh poor poor this, that and the other, you know, it's such a shame. They'd rather have that than actually make progress. Yet they're living in an illusion, aren't they? Because they're saying they want to change it, but they don't really want to change it. So if you are in a situation where you think you might be with an asshole, it would be the repetition and the stagnation of the situation. Yeah, and what happens is that you get... And you can probably tell I'm quite pissed off talking about it. Oh, for sure. After a while, because what happens is they, they sneak in and because you're a kind person and a, and a friend, you give more of yourself and they take it and then it happens again and again and it ends up where you can start to feel really resentful that they're on repeat, they're not taking action and they're stealing your energy and your time. And it starts in the end to feel like they're taking the piss, really. Mm-hmm. Mm. So how do you limit or get round the <clears throat> difficulties of being in or around the asshole? Well, this is what I do. So I decided that I was going to listen to this person one more time. I was going to be really, really compassionate. I was going to be empathic. I was going to sit and I was going to hear them one more time go through that story. I was as present as I could be. And then I gave them what I felt was good signposting 
and good advice because yet again they'd asked for it so I felt like I, I gave it one really conscious shot of being very very present and being in the moment with them and helping them and serving them so I showed up for them and I held space for them because I knew that if I did that I'd feel all right about myself I'd feel like I hadn't let them down and I'd feel like I'd done all I could and then after that I made the decision that no longer was I going to listen to that story and give advice so whenever they came back with that I referred to the previous meeting and I would be very very kind and say to them well you know what I think about that because we talked about it last time mm. and then I might gently change the subject and if they kept coming back to it I would again say to them we've been through that so moving on or and I would consciously try and move them into a different energy but there's an underlying thing here isn't there that what was the cost of me being involved with that person that person was a taker mm -hmm. it wasn't fair exchange they never helped me it was very fake on their part they only wanted to take so actually it served me well because once I started to create that boundary and say to that person well you know what I think about that then they weren't getting the oxygen that they needed they weren't getting the drama they weren't getting me feeding into their ego saying how terrible it was and how badly treated they'd been and you know getting really really whipped up into the energy that they wanted so they, they weren't getting a gain from that and that's what they were seeking from me they weren't seeking friendship they were they were leeching my energy my time and um, they really were being a, a bit of a user. So what happened was, once I started to assert that boundary in a really kind and loving way, I, I finally got the measure of whether they were a real friend or not. Because mm. a real friend, you know, like you might say to me, Kate, you know, you know what I think about that. Stop getting stuck in that story. Let's talk about this instead. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's genuine. And I might reflect on that and think, yeah, I do feel a bit stuck on that story. I do talk about it a lot. I am going to take some action to change it. I'm going to do some inner work on that and really own it. This person wouldn't own it. Mm. And because I stopped giving them what they wanted, they gradually and naturally moved away from me and mm. they didn't want to visit me anymore. Visits and contact became less and less and eventually they moved out of my circle mm -hmm. So that showed me actually that they weren't invested in being friends with me. They were only invested in what they could get. Mm -hmm. So that was... Um, the natural evolution when you put yeah. your boundaries in place that they stop showing up because they're yeah. not getting what they want. Mm -hmm. Can you think of a time in your life when you've been an asshole? Oh, definitely. I think um, it's always been times when I've been very broken, mm -hmm. when I've felt rubbish about myself, when I've been going through big stuff. But I think maybe... Being a little bit of an asshole, but then on top of that, I would like to think that I can I can own it when people do. You know, if you said to me, you're getting stuck in that, um, we need to change that or we need to shift your focus or change your story. I would hope that I received that and did some work on it. <laughs> I'm laughing because... Oh, have I been a complete asshole my whole life and you're just about to out me? No, I'm laughing because sometimes I might say something to Kate and she'll she'll go, okay, I'll I'll think on that, and you know, and and you need time and you need space when you've had a reflection, 
you know, you you a struggle just, making decisions. Yeah, and, and think, you make decisions very very quickly, and it frustrates you that I don't. But yeah. I need more time to make decisions. But that's a reflection, especially of what I've been through. And that wasn't because I've been undermined a lot. That yeah. wasn't necessarily linked to, to asshole. It just made me laugh. So asshole is the person that doesn't is an junction <laughs> or pulls out or whatever you flip them the bird you move on you asshole an asshole is repetitive it's stagnant they're taking a lot more from you there's no fair exchange there it's probably mm-hmm. leaving you feeling exhausted depleted frankly very pissed off when they've <laughs> gone and wasted your day but it sneaks up as well you see because sometimes initially it feels like you've you've got a lot of empathy for this person and you're trying to help them and it's awful uh, that what they've been through and all the rest of it and it's only after the repetition of it when it's clear that they are getting a payoff for continually being stuck in this story mm. and they're not prepared to take action get out of it yet they're happy to sit there and lie their arse off and say i really wish things were different i just want this i just want no you don't you just want to stay stuck in your drama. I would expect as well a really, really difficult combination would be a people pleaser and an asshole. Oh, yeah, Someone for sure. Someone who got a lot of significance from being the helper, mm-hmm. you know, or the saver or something like mm-hmm. that. And then that combination would be extremely difficult to... I think so, yeah, because and a lot of people who identify as being empathic fall into this mm. because or helper type people or even if you've just got a really big heart and you're a kind person, you want to help and support people. But yeah, I think with that reference, you have to look at what the cost is to you of any relationship. And again, you mentioned fair exchange. There are always times when you know, you have a friend who might need more support or you might be the person that needs more support and that is friendship. That's a fair exchange relationship where someone's gone through some stuff, you help them and then later on, you know, it might be your turn. But when it's constantly one way, that's definitely not healthy. Do you think, slightly off-piste, do you think every relationship... That was a bit of a burp. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. I tried to keep it in and I couldn't. Wow. Too much coffee. Okay. Coffee burps. (laughs) Kids just died. Oh, my God. I'm greased. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just trash. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, so... (laughs) One of the things people say about us is we're we're very relatable. (laughs) If you've ever burped, you will relate to this. Oh, well, who hasn't ever? I'm so sorry. I'm not sorry because I could have I could have kept it, in, but I didn't. It was a conscious choice. It was a I'll claim it. Okay, so um do you think all relationships have a cost? Ooh, that's interesting. Um I think that for me it's not necessarily about cost, it's about fair exchange and balance. Mm-hmm. So I think we all give and we all take. And as long as that's more or less in balance, mm-hmm. things are usually quite healthy. So as long as the cost's weighed out. Yeah, and that can be in different things. So someone in my life um, observed a little while ago that I do all of the cooking in my household. And would it not be fair if my partner did some of the cooking? And I said to this person, who's lovely and really well-meaning and just said it as a throwaway comment, yeah, but he does a lot of the stuff that I don't want to do. He cuts the grass, he cleans the boiler, he gets the wood in, he's up on the roof, he's fixing things, he's doing things, he's, you know, 
always dirty and handy and prepared to, you know, get stuck in and, and do stuff that I'm A, not great at and B, that I don't want to do. I'm quite good at cooking and I like doing it. Was it me? No, it wasn't. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm quite good at cooking and I like doing it. So why not just stay in our lane? And I don't feel like, I don't feel out of exchange about that because there's other stuff that happens mm-hmm. to bring different energy in the household. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel out of exchange so, with that. But but if that person didn't contribute yeah. in other ways, then yes, I would feel out of exchange. So there's the cost of going to the shops, getting the stuff, the cost of your time to cook it, the cost maybe mm-hmm. of the irritation of the dishes, the cost of the responsibility of what are we eating tonight. That's mm-hmm. all the costs. But it's balanced because there's a lot of costs that are grass, roof tiles, dirt, <laughs> biomass yeah. that aren't your bag. Mm-hmm. So there is a cost, but it's just balanced mm-hmm. and level. Yeah, definitely. So that feels fair to me. Mm-hmm. And I think you're the same as me. We've got quite a, a strong sense of fairness. Mm-hmm. Um, so that feels fair to me. But it would, if it fell out of kilter, then the cost would be... The cost would be resentment, wouldn't it? And it would be feeling angry with someone and I think it's a cost and I think it's also a sign of being out of kilter mm-hmm. when you're looking how do I know when I'm out of kilter when you are seething <laughs> when you are raging when you're furious <laughs> when you're banging pans around I know and that's how you know isn't mm-hmm. it and it's the simple thing like follow the feeling isn't it and it's follow the follow the bubbles and follow the bliss mm-hmm. if you're in a relatively good mood you're doing a relatively good Mm-hmm. thing bring on mm-hmm. more if you're furious livid seething while you're doing it it's not balanced it's out of kilter it mm-hmm. needs a readjustment definitely so yeah that went on a little bit about <laughs> cooking from asshole did i say that thing about cooking as well because i thought it last week you don't have to tell me who it was but i actually thought it myself as well and oh, i did was you? gonna say it to you that's why i said was it me all oh, right because okay, i nearly no. said it to you but no because generally i really like cooking generally and i'm I'm good at it and I think well why shouldn't I do that if other people are doing other things it's not really a thing for me so yeah I don't feel like someone else should do 50% of that to make it fair I very much work on the um the theory that if you can bring in the uh bring in what you can you should if you're a person who can bring in energy wise income wise skill wise whatever if you bring in the best of what you can do and the other person brings in the best of what they can do then that's it and i'm so glad you see it that way because that's why i've got a job (laughs) (laughs) so thank you and that's also why emma's talking about me cooking emma loves nothing more than me cooking actually oh okay it's a fantastic cook emma will back that up that yeah so i've come to emma's to work today and um, I've been to the supermarket on the way here and got us stuff for lunch. And Emma knows that the stuff that Aleph brought for lunch is not going to be white bread and marmalade. Oh, no, no. She knows no. it's going to be pretty spectacular because I like cooking. Avocados. And I like, um, it's like a nurturing thing, isn't it, food? Mm. And I like doing it, so, yeah. And there's also another podcast that we've just done, What Do You Consume? Yeah, you check that, out that if you're interested in the idea of food mm. consumption and the vibes that go with that there was a little so, nod yeah. to that in there so we've talked about the asshole the asshole indeed and how to identify said asshole how to cope with said <clears throat> asshole how to not be an, an asshole. asshole 
and how to kind of move them out of your life if you need to or usher them or the other thing to add is if they don't leave because you set this boundary and you stick to it and you keep referring back to it one of two things is going to happen they're either going to get the point that they need to change the track when they're with you or they're going to seek um, that validation and drama elsewhere so it might be that the friendship starts to um, get into a different lane and starts to evolve and things start to improve and it heals that could be the other option either either of which you're going to be less drained less resentful less frustrated and it's going to give you some energy back so it's all good and actually while kate's mentioning drainage <laughs> i don't know why that's funny drainage and energy it's like one of those words isn't it yeah. while kate's on the subject of drainage and energy we're going to record another uh, podcast called something probably called tin bucket self-care uh, so check that out if you're interested in energy drains how to spot them um, and how to plug them we're going to be talking about that in another recording yeah absolutely so if you love what we do um you can find me at kate-spencer.com if you really love what we do check out life and soul academy which is uh, my online membership club where we do loads more of this kind of stuff and you've got lots of workshops meditations content facebook group and woo people and might be too woo Woo for you (laughs) but actually that's why it's life and soul because i bring the woo at times and emma brings the very practical by all accounts the very practical earthly things like burps absolutely so that's it i think have you warmed up the trumpet yes it's goodbye from kate and it's goodbye from emma the trumpet life with